0: So, okay, a couple things have been on my mind recently. Company culture, to me, is a lot more important than just meets the eye. So with a company culture, you know, you're working. It's important to have a place where it's fun to work at. It's fun to be at. You have a good time. A lot of different things tie into a company culture uh, that are very important. Um, so let's talk about some well, of the I'm main points. i to
1: stop you up front, though, because do you really think that a company culture should be, like, fun? Like, not every place is going to be fun, and that's... I mean, I feel like that's very different depending where you're working at. Hmm. Or should we just sideline that?
0: Okay, here's what I think. So if you don't have a fun company culture, why would you want to work there? Like even in the relatively like, ooh, I just thought of a bad example, like a funeral company. Can you have fun at your job? I don't know. That's a good question. We oh, should talk about that. I think it's an easier
1: that. place to have fun. I think you just have to embrace it there. I didn't respect that reaction. But like what do you mean by fun? I mean like I can enjoy my job but not have say fun all the time at my job and like I I just feel like you're I mean we don't have to get that deep into that uh subject of it.
0: Is fun a too general word of how to describe a work environment?
1: Maybe maybe we'll come back to it. Let's let's keep moving.
0: All right. So a couple uh puzzle pieces of a good company culture would be like something like low turnover or low employee turnover. Um, like sense of job security, sense of worth. It's not just a job; you're not just a number. Um, somebody can attach onto. So basically, a part of a healthy company culture would include like a mission statement and values. So basically, a lot of times, um, most entrepreneurs they will use their company as like a vehicle to drive their narrative. And what I mean by that is like most times people are not in business just for just for the sake of being in business. You're in business for a purpose. You're in business trying to do a reason. Um. Look at someone like Elon Musk, who is constantly, you know, seeing a problem and uh, doing what he can to fix that problem. And he uses his companies, his various different companies, whether it be Tesla, uh, SpaceX, um, the fun company, or the, what is it, the random company, the wow company?
1: The, what is the boring company. The
0: boring company, yes. <laughs> uh, companies like that, where he's using them as necessary vehicles to drive it. Um, and so that's a part of like, you know, clear mission statement, clear values uh that he has and that just like
1: an example I, i have a question though like do and i think this is part of the of how a company culture affects everyone do people actually the people in those companies actually feel that culture from like the whoever the visionary leader is or i mean what about in a company that isn't interesting like well, that's a good
0: point because I think people need for for it to be a good company culture, and we're talking about a general definition of a good company culture. For that to be a very clear thing, I think the you know the leaders of the company have to like attach on that, and once you have your you know your CEO, your C-level officers attaching onto that vision, it travels down to have the lower employees and managers, the sub-level managers, and the employees themselves. It makes it easier for them to grasp onto that, and when you have your company leadership very focused on the overall task it makes it a lot easier for people to have a good company culture because if there's no sense of purpose, there's no sense of want, there's no sense of where we're going, then there's no yeah. good company culture. I think that's a big part of it. Um, and you, we could always dive into you know, what what does that look like? What do clear mission statements look like? Um, just an g- example of the company I work at, our clear mission statements is helping developing others. So basically what that means is that You know, our company that we're, that I work at is basically like the the company itself is a vehicle and what we use that is to help develop others around us, the community, the employees and always continuous improvement. So we're building, it's, we're building a magnificent company and helping develop people as we go. So basically that's, we're using the company that we work at as a vehicle to get to that. And that's the goal. So basically we're, we're in business to do something, a purpose and a mission and that's part of a good company culture. it brings the employees kind of together, kind of latches onto that, and I think it's very important for a good overall company culture
1: i think I think that's good for the company side focus i I don't know how I'd feel about that as i mean a mission statement should be focused inward, but it also should apply to what the company does and like what the customer experiences mm-hmm. um so I think that I think that's interesting and that's not like a bad mission statement or anything but I feel like unless you have high contact with your customer it feels like a very internal focused um mission statement which isn't necessarily wrong if because you want to really build your your team up at your work so that you can uh, better serve your customers, but I just I think it's kind of i
0: think you I think you missed a little bit of a point there, so it's uh i didn't make it maybe clear so it's it was two parts there building a magnificent company, and I can get a little bit more of what that oh. means and okay. helping develop owners along the way so you know there there's it, both sides are internal and external uh for the company you have building a magnificent company that means two sides it means the internal and the external so basically you are you know you're building a magnificent company inside with good company culture and that's within itself the issue or the the company culture itself and then developing others so basically i'll give you an example i do you know a lot of interaction with customers on for the most part and when you can help them solve a problem or give them a product that you know facilitates a need in their life that is developing others you know you have a good interaction you know you help them out it makes their day better and they might go talk about how you had a good a good experience with that company and that you know just takes another development into it um so it's both of those things are internal and external uh for your company and it's something you know that's why you do business now it's not necessarily like you know it might not be your 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 core focus but uh it's a good place to start it's definitely like one attribute of building a good company culture um of the many different ones whether it be uh you know good leadership uh you know, having friends at work and then like just not coworkers. I think that's a very big part. But for me, Brenda, how important it is for you to have coworkers that are friends that you hang out outside of work, um, instead of just coworkers you see, you know, five times a day, five times a week, uh just eight to ten hours a day.
1: Yeah, I, I think that really depends on the job. Like on the whole Getting along with your coworkers is a big deal, but also it shouldn't—you shouldn't necessarily feel bad if you're not like close friends with your coworkers. Like I think mm-hmm. that right. can get taken wrong either way. You can either feel like you should be best friends, and then if you're best friends with all your workers, then it can cause problems with actually getting work done and having hard conversations. Um, so I think there's definitely there's, there's a line there. Having, there's a balancer, yeah, correct? There's nothing right. wrong with having really close friends at work, but you have to also be aware that when you're at work, you're at work and that's a different setting than when you're uh, just outside of work socializing and then vice versa. You don't want to just be cold and have no relationship with anyone you work with because then no one enjoys it because yeah, we we all like really, I think one of the things I really notice is that no matter if I'm uh, loving the day I'm having or, or Are really excited about what i happen to be doing uh in the moment the thing that you really value over time at a company is the way the relationships there develop um even if you might disagree uh or might not be super close with the people you're working with if you realize that when they talk and when you hear stuff about them that you respect them um and that in general you are and this comes back to the vision statement that you know you are working both working towards something you're all working towards something and it might not matter what you're in the end it might not really matter exactly how like friendly you are with each other um but all all of that to say like i i personally love uh being close friends um with my coworkers, and that's the the situation i'm in where I actually know my coworkers really well, um, and um, we're all friends outside of work um, to some degree. And I, I think that's that's really valuable and adds a lot uh, to what we can all do together because we have a much better understanding of each other because we've seen each other not just at work from you know, your nine to five or whatever it is, but we actually see each other outside of work and have a better feel for each other's personalities and such.
0: Right. I think you touched on a lot of good uh, points there. The one thing I was going to bring up, I I shouldn't have said that you have to be friends with them. I think it's very important to enjoy their their company when you are at work. Uh, One key factor uh, is that, you know, you're having a good time at work. You know, you you don't want to show up and just see Fred over in the corner and just be like, hug, to deal with him today. (laughs) I think it's like, you know, you want to have a company culture where, you know, you enjoy the people you work with. And that's, you know, it can come down to some diversity uh but at the same time you know you want to have you want to have a good company culture and that's one thing i enjoy about my job our our office staff is all like top-notch people and it's just fun you know you're going to go to work and you know you're going to see your friends um in the very unique situation where i grew up with a lot of my coworkers, uh so that's a lot of fun to you know to come see people you've known for 10-15 years um so that you know definitely brings an attribute i know you have some of that as well where you know you learned you knew a lot of the people you worked with so i think it's important too um it's a great you know you know, friends, coworkers. That's a great subsect of the whole overall culture. Um, it kind of goes well with the uh, the mission statement stuff like that. Another one I wanted to bring up about a good company culture is open communication. Something, um, and this goes for lateral and um, you know, sideways or uh, longitudinal. What's a good what vertical? it? Vertical. Yeah, vertical. There we go. I was trying to think of like horizontal, <laughs> and vertical. I yeah. So horizontal, and vertical communication is very important. Uh, you can't have a good company culture, and these are all kind of building blocks to a good company culture, but communication probably for me is the biggest one. And the reason I say that is that, you know, if you aren't communicating properly, things can get heard wrong, they can get said wrong. Um, I don't know if you want to tie into a little bit with what your thoughts are on communication for a company.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, there's there's a lot there with communication, and that's that's really where, um, depending how, like, good your relationships are with people um, it can make a big difference because if you come into uh, a interaction with someone all of your feelings and um, ideas about that person and um, ideas that you've decided to believe about that person come into that before you even start talking and I think um, that's that's really important to watch because before you even get to communicating with someone you have to realize what your baseline instincts and responses to that person are and so once once you're able to check yourself and and know um and make sure that you're going into communicating with others in a positive um sense and and being able to respect them and such um then yeah communication is huge um and i've definitely noticed that developing in my workplace and just as we've all uh grown together we have all been able to communicate easier and be more willing to um have hard conversations and that's 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 just a huge part of um being able to be effective as a company um and have a good culture you need to be able to like you said um communicate feel like you can communicate easily um not only laterally but also vertically to your to not just your other employees but also to managers and your boss or whatever level um that you're working with um and that's 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 a really big deal um and one thing i would did want to get into a little bit is just talking about how managers play into um making it easier for everyone to be communicating because if your your manager uh is willing and ready to hear you uh talk about stuff and talk to you about stuff um then it will make it a lot easier for everyone who's under that manager to talk to each other because they'll feel like that dialogue has already been opened um do you have any like have have you seen that on from your side of things like what are your thoughts on that
0: Yeah, that's a good point you bring up there. Um, So obviously there are going to be, you you know, tough conversations you have to have. And I think the way you communicate something that I've been looking at recently in the last number of months is that you want to make sure that you're communicating how you want to be. And so easy can things be misheard and misunderstood, misread. So, you know, taking a moment, (laughs) I just bring up a recent conversation, not going to get into details, but basically I was like, I was like, I was talking, I was saying something. I'm like, wait a second. It's wrong. I'm not communicating it properly because I tell it wasn't being heard right. Is so I was like, just like I'm like, pause the conversation. I'm like, let me restart. So basically, just being you know more self aware of yourself and making sure that your communication is very clear, very proper is super important. And I think you know as you know yeah, you grow, exactly. de- you grow de- and develop yourself. You understand how to communicate more clearly. You understand your coworkers better. And another subset of this would be you know or part of good culture would be like having a long term like. Co-workers, so like just you have low turnover, um, and you have a long you know span of like people being in a company. Well, if you get that, you get to understand your co-workers better. You understand them better. You spend more time together, and you understand how to communicate with them better. You know, when you first come to a company, you're not sure how you should communicate with people. You don't know them very well, and so once you've been with them a little bit longer, you understand like their type and how to communicate with them. So that's another part of company culture that kind of ties into this a little bit is that you want to make sure you're communicating clearly. And when you have like your managers, you want to be able to sure be sure. Your communication with them can be clear, understood, and that there's a level of respect there that you know they're going to be heard. And so it kind of, you know, communication ties into so many different things. You could talk on and on about how uh, how important it is, you know, how to do it, what to do it. But I think ultimately it comes down to just making sure you're communicating what you want to be said and that you're hearing back the feedback. And there's, you know, open communication where you know you can talk and you know you you can be heard, I think is extremely important. So, how do
1: you, as a coworker, manager, or whatever, how do you? Um, relate that to other people that you are willing to communicate like what what um persona can you give that lets people know that you are open mm-hmm.
0: I think it's just be willing to like just making sure in any conversation you have that you're willing to take feedback I know like oftentimes where I'm talking to even someone who's like lateral with me I'm just like I'll give them something and they know that I'm doing out of respect. So one of my coworkers today, I was kind of going off at him because I wanted them to do something right. And the company culture where we're at, we're all just like, it's very fun, loving stuff. So um, the, company, the guy I was going off today, I have been friends with him for as long as I've been alive. And I just kind of like yelled at him and like, look, do this. And then he's like, we like like looked at each other, just sort of laughing right away. Um, and so like just maybe the art, my communication to him was not good. I just, I, I was yelling at him. But then having it so where you know your is good enough where you both to start laughing immediately afterwards and then is like hug it out so that's important too so I think it comes down to a couple different things now how do you do that with someone who you are not close with and you don't know very well I think it's just making sure that you're self aware of yourself how you're communicating and that making sure they understand and maybe asking them questions and stuff like that yeah, it,
1: and, and it so I have, yeah, I have something kind of to add to that so um I've noticed at my job uh I do um woodworking and um. building fences for our company and then we have our installers who install them and there was a while where I felt like we were having some quality control issues where I was hearing from other people that um, some of the installers weren't super happy with the quality of the product we were sending out but yet no one was telling uh, me or anyone else uh, making it that there was anything wrong and so to let people know that there was um, openness for communication I would simply talk to like find opportunities to bring it up because you can bring it up in a big meeting and say hey we want to hear feedback and people like managers or bosses love saying hey we loved when we want to hear feedback and then nothing happens because someone has exactly to do first exactly. personal move and that's one of the, the key things is, is being personal and actually not just like vaguely saying something to a large group of people because everyone's going to assume that someone else will do it um so like what i did in, in that situation is i started Uh, making an effort to actually go out and talk to specific uh, crews that were taking um, wood products with them and be like, Hey, um, I did this, like, you know, I had some issues with, you know, some like one part of it, let me know if there's any issues there. Or if, you know, if it's great, let me know, whatever, just give me some type of feedback. So I can, I can know if, if we're doing it right or not. And, and through that, you know, like I would, not only uh, on occasion hear feedback, usually not that often, Um, but what would happen is as I would have those conversations, I would be telling like just asking them to give me feedback and they would in that moment, give me some feedback from previous stuff, which you know, ideally you wanna hear about stuff before that, but it just started some dialogue where they were, since I was already talking to them, they were willing to talk about previous instances of issues. And then we could um, have a dialogue and even figure out a solution um, And then from that, when you're starting to, like, create something with someone, there's, you start, your relationship starts growing. So, like, if you are solving a problem, like, if there's an issue with the product um, and we talk about it and we figure it out, it not only helps me and that person, but then we both feel like we've done something together and then that person is much more willing to want to collaborate Instead of feeling like one person is venting to another person or such, but they want to actually collaborate with you and and fix what the problem is because they don't, they're not going to assume that you're purposely um, doing something wrong.
0: Yeah, that's great, Brent. you brought up an important point there. Something I wanted to bring up there, kind of with that, and this kind of ties into company culture as well, and more of like kind of the personal side of it as well. Is that um, with the communication part, is that you know you you want to make sure. The important part with company culture and communication is that when you are, you know, you're communicating with someone, if you don't bring something up, then you're at fault to blame for that. So let's say you have an issue with your coworker and you just don't want to bring it up because it just, you know, don't you don't want to get into it, it's not worth it. That's an issue right there. And I think that's important to have for a company culture. And, and this kind of applies in general, if you have an issue with someone it's important to bring it up. Because if you don't if you have an issue with someone, you don't bring it up, that's on you. So I think important to, you know, when you have open communication and proper good through communication is that you are willing to bring things up even having hard conversations like sometimes at work you just don't like i'm not going to bring it up to the co-worker like you know the tapping on the desk or just the way they do something like that you know it's and you continue just to get annoyed at it like that's that's on you and i think it comes down to good you know communication where there is an issue at hand that everyone's willing to talk about and it ties in exactly what you're talking about um you know with you where you work is that you know the crews were having issues and they didn't they weren't talking about it to you know the the production team there so i think that's like that's 100 on them and you know with good company culture and good communication you want to make sure they're bringing it up i know like there's been instances with like in our customer team not telling production or you know the marketing team like you know this isn't right we're having issues with it like if we don't if the customer service team doesn't communicate that to the other you know company departments is that that's on them you know they're to to make a magnificent company to grow your company to be better there has to be good communication it comes down to like if you know, if you guys aren't making proper fences or or um, woodworking, and we're not, you know, the production team or marketing team is doing something wrong on our end, we are single-handedly responsible to make sure that gets done, that sees through. So I think that's you know, building a proper.
1: It it is it is both parties. Yeah, though. absolutely. Like, no matter what, because it True. always takes two to have an issue. So it's not it's not only on the one person to actually tell the other person if there is an issue. There's also if you're not here, like just if you're having a, a, a good company culture, like you're going to hear feedback and it's, you know, it could be good or bad, but you should be hearing feedback. If you're nothing, if in a business, no news is not necessarily good news because it might just mean everyone's holding it in. Um, So you want to have feedback in general.
0: So no, I, you, I think you brought up a valid point there and something I probably just miss is that if there's no communication, something's wrong. So I think there always should be communication. And are certain times where you can over, over communicate, but there has to be communication for a relationship to work in in between coworkers. And I think you brought up a very valid point there where you know if you're not hearing anything from someone, you should probably say something, even just to get the conversation started, just to make sure there is. That way, if there's always communication, you know that if something's wrong, then there's it's gonna be talked about. So I think that's you know, that's a very valid point you brought up there.
1: Yeah, another thing that like I think that's important that you need to think about is just the way you not only perceive your coworkers and the way you're communicating with your coworkers, but the way you're perceiving yourself and making sure that, uh, not only are, do you not have, um, incorrect ideas or thoughts about coworkers, um, but also making sure that you're not like assuming that you fit to a certain mold within your company and then only sticking to that or thinking that you're better than everyone else or whatever. Like, you know, there's many different ways you could see yourself. And I think it's just really important to, to before you, start thinking about how you're going to interact with others and how you want to contribute toward what your actual company's vision or or mission statement is realize, you know, do I actually agree with that? Am I actually working at this company in a way that, that shows that I care about either other people or the mission statement. So just realizing, um, that you do influence your company's culture and, and not either blaming everyone else for having bad attitudes. Um, or trying to take all the 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 glory for the stuff that is going right but just realizing that we're all a part of um how the whole company's culture is visible to the company and then perceived by people outside of it
0: yeah brendan you bring up a very valid point there i think you know Don't want to dive in too deep here, but basically, you know, the the thought of always self-development, always self-improvement is very important to an overall arching company culture. I think, you know, like personal development is very, very key to making sure that everyone, you know, is we're building a better company because we're, if we stay the same, we stay like just stagnant in our, how we are, Mm -hmm. we're never going to grow, grow the company. So I think, you know, self-development and making an effort to be, you know, developing others and developing ourselves is key to having, you know, a good company culture and building that. Building your company up, so I think that was a very valid point you brought up there.
1: Yeah, and I think like we've we've talked a lot about communication and and relationships that are one on one and stuff, and we're kind of feels like we're breaking away from the actual topic of company culture itself. But it's I think that's a really integral uh, part of the company culture is just like you can have your your culture is kind of um, the collective. Uh, atmosphere of a of a workplace and like what the collective um, group of people there and how they interact with each other like that's that's really what the culture is and um, the culture can be set by um, it it, or the culture is set by the people um, who are running the company and who are at the top but then it's really up to every department underneath that to each manager and then to each employee to really actually integrate that into their interactions and into the way they they work in that place and so to, to have a good company culture you really need to have a clear vision at the top and then that needs to be effectively um, transferred um, to all the people underneath that uh, and then ultimately it, it starts and ends with you personally um, you need to start by deciding if you agree or disagree with what the culture is being pushed on uh, pushed on you and your other workers and then also realizing um, how you can influence others and affect others um, with either trying to um, do a better job implementing uh, the culture that the, the higher ups or bosses are pushing and then realizing if you want to uh, be pushing that or be trying to influence in a way that actually pushes them away from a toxic or ineffective culture and try to change the culture yourself. Um, not trying to cause waves, but uh, realizing that if there is issues that you can influence um, change and influence those you work with.
0: Yeah. Brendan, you touched on a lot of, you know, important points there. I, I think overall, you know, company culture can come down to so many different things. I think overall uh, for me personally, communication and coworkers are definitely the best two in my opinion, because um, there's just stuff I care about. You know, you can always do stuff like better, like making sure that there's like a good leadership and, you know, there's, it's very accepting and everything like that. But overall, company culture can be based on so many different things. And I think it comes down to us as individuals doing everything we can to making sure that our company culture is great.